The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Join the founder of the passion movement, Louis Giglio, and reality television star of Duck Dynasty, Corey Robertson, as they share with James and Betty things to be thankful for in this special Thanksgiving Day program, next on Life Today. Thank you for this day. Isn't that the Lord's Prayer? Yes. Give us this day our daily needs. Mm -hmm. Help us remember that this is what we have. So let's live it. Let's cherish it. Let's use it for the glory of God. Robinson, Betty and I welcome you to life today, and we are grateful. We give thanks to God for all that he's done. You know, if you don't see God in everything, you won't see him in anything. And I go out and I behold the glory of God. I mean, it's just amazing, all that he does. And heaven and earth declares his glory, and it speaks to me. I'm telling you what, trees talk to me. You know what they say? They say we're extending our leaves to the light, following the light. And we go deeply rooted to draw the water and nourishment that we need. And as Christians, we should be saying we're following the light. We're extending not only our hands, but our hearts and our minds and our lives to the light so that that light doesn't merely radiate, but absolutely becomes a release of the glory of God. And we follow his leadership and we get rooted and grounded in love so that we'll be fruitful. Well, we have some wonderful guests on this incredible occasion to give thanks. Louis Giglio, who's inspired not only the Passion Church in the Atlanta area, but Passion Ministry Outreach, which touches college-age students by the tens of thousands in incredible gatherings. And then the uh, Duck Dynasty family, the Robertsons, have just shown us some reality TV that makes sense. It's not like you look and say, how on earth, what is going on there? I mean, what is happening in these different reality? They seem like the least real things on the planet. But the Robertsons not only seem real, they seem like they're real in a way that's refreshing and wholesome. Well, Corey is here, Willie's wife, mother of those five children, and one of the family members of the Robertsons, and Corey is here. Would you welcome Louie and Corey to life today? <laughs> I want you to know I'm thrilled to share this time because I'm grateful for both of you. I'm, I'm grateful for your family, your testament, Louie. Man, I just love you. I mean, you know, you, you're cool. I mean, I don't know how old you are, but you got gray hair and all this, you know? And I mean, you talk to kids, I mean, and they like you. I mean, it's like you communicate with them. I mean, what's going on here? How do you do that? This is a mystery. I don't know. And I am old. I am old, but uh, I have a young heart. Um, and Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if he's the message, then I think you can talk to anybody, anywhere, anytime. Well, you're doing a great job. I've had my Bible open here because I want to read you a passage of the last days. I mean, people say we're living in the last days. Well, Paul said he was too. But here's what he says in this passage. In light of this day of Thanksgiving, get this, in the last days, perilous times come. However long that is, whenever that is, men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money. They'll be boastful, arrogant, revelers, disobedient to parents. Boy, you've been a 
great example, trying to show people how kids need to learn to obey. Willie's done a good job. All of you have done a good job. And I know sometimes it's touchy. In your book that you've got, which I hope everybody will get, you talk about how sometimes these kids can try your patience. Well, you're talking to them about character development. And it's great. But here's the, here's the word I want you to notice. Ungrateful. No gratitude. We go all over the world on the mission field. Everyone that ever goes, I say, people in America, in the third world, in the advanced countries, the civilized countries, in Canada, much of Europe, the United States, they don't know how fortunate we are. Louis, you work with college students, university students, you're a master at inspiring them to look at the master. You sense a spirit of ungratitude and ingratitude prevailing in too much of our country right now. Well, I, you know, I, I think I do, but I, as you read that passage, James, the thing that was convicting to me is that I've been all of those things. And I think we all have on some no level been it. all those things. And the, the message of passion and the message of my life and your life and our lives is Jesus. And the central thing that Jesus did was give his life for us when we were dead. And so thanks be to God that our story is we're not dead. You know, sin doesn't make us bad people. It makes us dead people. <laughs> And Jesus didn't come to make us better people. He made to, came to bring us to life again. And so when you wake up and you look at the cross, if you can just get your eyes off yourself for a minute, which is very difficult in this world. We're staring at our phones, staring at our Instagram, staring at ourselves, basically, all the time. And a lot of people selfies. If we can get our eyes <laughs> off ourselves for one instant and look back at what Jesus has done for us, gratitude is born at the foot of the cross. Because no the story question. there is, I'm not dead anymore, <laughs> and I don't know what else is going on in my life today, but what a gift to have the gift of life. And I see these young people in these conferences that you are blessed to host praising God from the highest in a holy harmony that is a heavenly sound. And I believe when we're talking about thanksgiving and gratitude, we have so much to be grateful for. And the spirit of ingratitude is like a deadly cancer. It can destroy a nation. May God show us all those things for which to give him praise. Corey, you know that you pointed out when you were talking to us earlier this week and in your book that you and Willie came from two different worlds. And yet you came into a world that was centered in Christ and your family's been blessed. And I, I sense that all that's happened has not captured your heart because God already captured your heart. And I feel like you've got a real sense of gratitude for what you're watching God do and you want other people to see it. Am I right about that? Absolutely. And I think that the prayer at the end of the show was, you know, is just is us sitting down and saying thank you to God and just saying being grateful for what we have and, you know, acknowledging Him. And that was the thing that made the impact, you know, about our show. Like, it's not that we're so great and so funny and we have beards or whatever. But, you know, that prayer at the end, I think, is what um, I've seen the impact in that. We've actually had kids who, we've had people write us and tell us that their kids have a Duck Dynasty club at school where they say a prayer, you know, around the, you mm, know, around so the lunch great. table, things like that. And, you know, it's really just about gratitude and being grateful and, you know, giving, giving it to God. I think it's a tremendous inspiration. I think, Betty, that's probably one of the things that moved you and touched you as much as anything when you started watching the show. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think it's just saying God, being still and knowing that he is God and saying, mm -hmm. God, 
thank you for being in the center of my life. Right. When sometimes my heart is hurting, my heart is so heavy, and I feel alone, I know I can call on you, and I'm grateful that you're there before I get it out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. And so just being aware of his presence. Yeah. And there's so many people with a broken heart. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that we experienced with the loss of our daughter was I had preached freedom, that Christ came to set captives free. Mm -hmm. But I had kind of overlooked that first phrase in Isaiah that he came to bind up the brokenhearted. But you know, when your heart's broken, you suddenly realize how essential, and you, because you talk about it in your book so clearly, and uh, this book on the comeback, you you had a shattered heart. Mm -hmm. You had a broken heart that carried over into where it was like you said, a, a, a basically a mental or what some would call a nervous breakdown to where you had to have a comeback. Uh, you had to find out, as you said in the subheading, it's not too late and you're never too far because you were wondering. And yet you were able to reach up and find that here's a God who would bind up and heal your broken heart. And we realize right now, there are many of you as you, you know, this has been a tough time for us. Betty has said, you know, you get around the holidays and boy, we really noticed Robin's not there because she was the greatest party giver. She wanted everybody mm -hmm. to come, the church to come, everybody, because she just loved to bless people. And when you feel that hurt from loss, you really need somebody to heal your broken heart. And you found that, and I feel like you're offering that right now in your book. Is that not one of the desires of your heart? Absolutely. And, you know, we're talking about Thanksgiving and Shelly, my wife's family lives in Texas and Three Thanksgivings ago, we arrived at our family ranch here to a diagnosis, diagnosis that her dad has incurable cancer. And at the onset of it was so rapid that when we arrived at the, the farm that night of that Thanksgiving holiday, we were just, we didn't say it out loud, but we were looking at each other like, you know, this, this is like now. And um, I think that for every family that's watching right now, that's going through Thanksgiving and into Christmas with cancer. It's a different journey. It's a different road. It's a different walk. And uh, praise God, you know, we're about to celebrate Thanksgiving uh, as a family. And uh, her dad is with us. Um, and we're her. still in yeah. the fight of that. And he is really has a, a, a resolve and a faith in God. But, you know, nothing is for, for sure in our lives. And so every day we say to God again, Thank you for this day. Isn't that the Lord's Prayer? Yes. Give us this day mm -hmm. our daily needs. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the psalmist said, teach us to count our days aright, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Help us remember that this is what we have. So let's live it. Let's cherish it. Let's use it for the glory of God. And then when um, the dark day comes, let's trust. Let's trust that that same Jesus who stretched his arms out for us Mm -hmm. same Jesus who bled and gave his life for us, who loved us in that day, that he still loves us in this day, and that somehow he's still working to accomplish his best. Thank you for that. It's a, and I praise God for the healing and the restoration of your heart and your mind and because it's beautiful to watch and to see the glory of God. Corey, your, your family was, was blessed as a family. Mm -hmm. And now it's monetarily been blessed. We already had a really good business. It's become like a dynasty. It's all part of the funny part of the opening of the show. You know, this is a really happy dynasty. It's not like some of these J.R. Texas Dallas houses we've had here over the years. For sure, God, a horror story, but yet too typical. But when you see the children being exposed to so much of what the world would call monetary material blessings, is there anything you do to try to instill a, a sense of gratitude, or do you just see it in your kids? Do they have a, enough of an awareness of God to realize that 
really it came from God. It's not look what we have done, yeah. but look at the blessings of God and we're blessed. How do you, how do you reconcile those challenges of the material and the monetary with the gratitude that's so mm -hmm. important? Well, we have talked about that from the very beginning. You know, we recognize that this is not about us, you know, whatever success or fame or anything that, that comes through this television show or whatever we do here on this earth, it's not about us. It's about God and about what he is working and how, what, how he is working through us. And um, so that's, you know, the the most important to our family. But, you know, we're talking about young people today and the attitude of gratitude and all that and having young people. Uh, our kids are right there at that age, college age and high school and, and um, a little bit beyond. And, you know, I do see an uprising in young people. They want, they are grasping for something bigger than them. They want to know, like, what can we do to make a difference in this world, yeah. you know, because our world is so much bigger now and broader and we know so much more. Used to, we could live in our small little world and feel like, oh, you know, everything's okay in my world, so I'm good, but we can't do that anymore. And we, and that's, and I, I think that's what I'm thankful about for entertainment and social media and the way the world has broadened. We can, you know, we were in Haiti last week and we can, we can go and we can be there and we can see it and we can know, like, we can't, we can't sit back and not do anything about this. If God tells us to love our neighbor, we have to actually do that. And what does that look like? And I think young people today are really searching for that. Yeah. And um, hopefully, um, you know, they'll use that and they'll, they'll actually live it. You know, not just talk about it, but they'll do it. And they might use social media and they might use things that we would never even dream of using, but um, to, to do those things to actually change the world and have actually live out Christ's message and um, how he asks us to live on this earth. Well, I think you're doing it and inspiring us to do it. The, the young people, the college students, a lot of times are considered a more difficult group to communicate with. When I look at them at Passion and look at them in all of the clips I've seen of what goes on there, it looks like the glory of God fills the house mm -hmm. because the glory of God's filling these young people. Mm -hmm. Is there that heart hunger f for more of who he is and less of who we've pretended to be or attempted to be? Do you see There's that? There's a real, it's deep very real desire in this generation to, to experience the power power of God. Mm -hmm. uh, the things we read about, you know, people don't want uh, church as usual. They don't want uh, business as usual. People are way past that. They've been broken, disappointed, walked out on. Um, their hearts have been trampled and crushed, and they want to know, is Jesus really as powerful as we've said and sung that he is, and is the power of the Spirit really available to me to transform my life? And like Corey said, they want to, to be in the story. They want to be a part of restoration in the whole world. You've inspired them. They've been inspired by the power of God. You're inspiring them. Would you say thanks to this incredible <laughs> pair of witnesses for Christ who have really and truly been a blessing? And, and let, let me just uh, communicate with you uh, for a moment. Uh, here's, here's what I'd like you to hear. You know, a lot of times we talk about how blessed we are. We talk about passion. We talk about your family. Our family, 11 grandchildren, they actually love each other. Uh, our family is, uh, it's just amazing. Uh, not that we have met heartache. We've already told you about some of that. But the thing about it is we have so much joy. Betty and I have been married 52 years, soon to be 53. And we like each other. We love each other. We have we fun together. Like and you know what? When I say that, I feel coming back a lot of people saying, I wish I could say that. I sure wish I could say it. And I hear so many people who can't comment on their children or their grandchildren without it being a story of a broken heart. So let me just say this to you, please. 
Our hope is in the Lord. Our help is in Him. Don't ever give up. And let's agree right now and lift those family members or lift that relationship or whatever challenge it is up to the Lord. I want to pray for you, Father. We're so grateful that you hear our prayer and our heart cry and you care. And you tell us that you will hold us. You will even prepare a table before enemies around us in the midst of pressure. You will lead us beside still waters. You will be the shepherd and there will be peace even in the valley of the shadow. Father, I pray that for viewers today who have found it difficult perhaps to express gratitude because they hurt. I'm asking you to heal the hurt and heal their heart. Heal relationships, transform and change children, grandchildren, family members, and Lord, heal our nation and give us some leadership that really trusts you because they know you are trustworthy. In Jesus' name, I want to thank you for sharing this time with us. Express gratitude to God for all the truth that you hear. And we've been a blessed nation. You know how often our leaders say, God bless America? I find myself saying, let's add another phrase. Mm -hmm. May America yeah. bless God. Yeah. It's yeah. time for us to bless God. And we bless God by blessing others. It is more blessed to give than receive. Giving and blessing others is receiving. We don't give to get, we give to give. Because we're blessed, we bless. I want you to look in, and I told you we know what a broken heart feels like. I want you to see the glory of God in one of our grandchildren, and you can see it in all of them, we believe. But this is the son, the oldest son of our daughter that we lost now approaching three years. I want you to see the glory. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to be an answer to prayer. Be an answer to his prayer. Be an answer to the Lord's prayer. You can be. Watch. Wait a minute. I can't get them to stop pressing in on us so I can even get to the suit. I mean, these people are hungry. See, the absolute desperation. I mean, I can't even feed them. Unfortunately, too many children know what happens when the food runs out. They know it will quickly become a desperate situation where they're fighting to survive. Children and their parents end up scavenging for anything to eat to fight off their gnawing hunger pains. And sometimes the children will even eat things that aren't considered food just to try and feel better. I'm sitting here with this little boy and when I came in, I noticed he was sitting here and uh, he's eating dirt. Um, he's trying to fill his little stomach and he's trying to take that hunger away. It won't. I've never seen a child eat dirt. The impact of this type of food crisis is particularly devastating to the youngest victims. Once the effects of severe malnutrition set in, desperate parents will try and walk for miles to get help in a clinic. This is why we need your continued support for mission feeding because we do know that she's been here about a week now and if you can imagine that she's gotten better, she's improved, so if you can imagine a condition worse than this. 
Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray over this little girl. I ask that you heal her in the name of Jesus. I ask that we help all these kids in Jesus' name. That little baby's never left Chris's heart and all the other things. When he said, I will never be the same. And to hear his dad say over and over, our son has just been so impacted, and he has. And Betty, how do you feel when you see the love and heart of Jesus that our daughter also had so beautifully? And you watch that need that can be met by love and see how Chris is responding to it. So grateful as a mom and as a grandmother that we see our, our grandson loving children, loving Jesus. And that's what God wants for all of us. He wants his love to be expressed through us by caring and seeing the need and, and reaching out and saying, we'll help, we'll make the difference. We'll help that mother save the life of her little child that she loves so dearly. So I hope you will join with us because you know Jesus and you know the love of Jesus. Express that love. Join with us. And you know, Chris is expressing not only a prayer to Jesus, but the heart of Jesus, that baby, suffer the little ones to come unto me and forbid them not, and of such is the kingdom of heaven. And, and when you did it to the least of me, you did it to me, Jesus said, have you ever wanted to really just, wouldn't you have wanted to give him a drink of water when he said, I'm thirsty on the cross? Wouldn't you have loved to alleviate the pain that he suffered for you? Well, Jesus says, if you'll touch those little children with my hands of love and compassion, you saw how desperate they were to get the food. Betty, so many times when we ran out of food and we'd watch the little children crawl down in the barrels and scrape the edge of those big old 55-gallon drums trying to get a little bit left to eat it, and it would sometimes fall on the ground and they'd scoop it up and try to get the nourishment. There were thousands there when we were feeding, and we saved thousands of lives. And those people, Betty, when they got on their feet, they began to care for thousands of other people because we taught them how to grow crops. It was amazing. And they not only grew the crops, then they helped others. They didn't just feed their family. It's unbelievable what love can do. Here's what I ask you to do. We've got 400,000 right now in need. Chris was seeing some of those that reached the most desperate point, but he had also been out where they were doing the feeding and where we fill those little bowls and we, we turn them around and get them healthy so they don't end up in a malnutrition clinic. And we're asking you to help us. We actually need right now something desperately needed. We need eight more 10-ton trucks, four-wheel drive trucks to deliver the food. We've got to replace some and we've got to add some. We need over 70,000 more of those heat-resistant orange bowls. All of that is an expense in addition to feeding the 400,000 that they've organized where we can feed them. Now we've got to provide the food and the ability for the missionaries and relief workers to stay there. Here's how it breaks down. $30, $50, $100 enables us to feed three, five, or 10 children. That single gift keeps giving for months. Would you make a gift? Could you give a thousand or several thousand dollars toward those trucks? The bowls cost about a dollar a piece. Could you help us with that? At whatever level you can help, please do. Father, I pray everyone would have the concern that our grandson had with that little baby. Make this little baby well. Take care of this little baby. There's so many of them like that. God, help us to get them before they get to that condition and that state. In Jesus' name, 
Would you reach out right now and touch someone with love? Would you go to lifetoday.org, take your bank card, use it like a check? Make the best gift you can. Please do it. You're giving the greatest gift. You're giving life. Or you can dial the phone number there. It's a prayer line if people's hearts are broken or you need help. But right now, it's also a helpline. You dial that number, take your bank card, use it like a check, make the best gift you can. Please do it. We have some gifts to send you to say thank you and to bless you. But the greatest blessing is blessing others. Please do it. Please give them life. Would you share life today right now? Go lifetoday.org or dial that number and respond as God leads. Thank you for doing it. Disease, malnutrition, starvation, all terrible human atrocities being faced every day by people living in remote and impoverished areas of Africa. And those at greatest risk are the children. Life's Mission Feeding Program is there, able to feed and care for over 400,000 children in crisis areas of Angola, Mozambique, and Sudan. With previous food reserves gone and malnutrition levels in Angola rising due to increased food scarcity, we desperately need to replenish our supplies for our feeding programs immediately. Your life-saving gift of $30, $50, or $100 will help feed and care for three, five, or 10 children for the next three months. Also, please consider an additional gift toward our $316,000 goal to provide eight all-wheel drive trucks and 76,000 new bowls for the children. As our thank you, we'll send you this soft-cover journal Bible featuring the Gospels, Psalms, and Proverbs for your devotional time in the Word. With your gift of $100 or more to help feed 10 children, please request the complete Holy Bible Journal Edition, perfect for keeping notes and insights as you read and study. And finally, with your gift of $1,000 or more to help feed 100 children, you may request this beautifully framed canvas print of The Forest Chapel by Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. You know, Betty and I want to express sincere gratitude for being able to spend this time with you. And thank you for looking in on heartache and recognizing that there is healing for broken hearts and bodies and lives. And there is food that's nourished. But those, those gifts that we offer to send you, the Bible, the journal, it's to bless you. It's to help you find the spiritual food and nourishment that God so freely offers. Corey's book, Strong and Kind, Important Character Traits Your Children Need to Succeed in Life. Louis Giglio, The Comeback. This is an incredible, very personal story of an incredible impact that so devastated him. He wondered, What's, is there anything? And he found it, and it's an incredible story, and he's blessing many. We will send you these books, both of them. You can get them in the bookstore online. But you just help us see Chris's prayer answered, our grandsons, see those missionaries' heart cry for the needy, mm -hmm. and that mother praying and those others. Would you do it? You want these books? We'll send them to you to say thanks. Would you join Betty and me in saying thanks to Louie and Corey? You all are a blessing. Give our regards to the Robinson family. Have a great Thanksgiving. Your family, all those young people in your church. Thanks for watching Life Today. Thanks for expressing gratitude by blessing others. Thanks for watching.
planning your future, keep their future in mind. Contact Life Planning Services today. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.